I'm Gene Lance and the beautiful redhead is here. Good morning. It's Bonnie Mathias. How are y'all this morning? Glad to hear from everybody. If you haven't gotten out and looked yet, you want to go outside today. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Oh my goodness. The sun is shining. It's not freezing cold. We want to start with things you can do because this Workers' Beat is always about everything from the point of view of working families. March the 4th, that's today at 11.30 a.m., there is a March for Women's Rights from Civic Gardens, 1014 Main Street, downtown Dallas. March the 6th at 6 p.m., an educational meeting on the Texas legislative process at Tarrant County Central Labor Council at 4025 Roof Snow Drive, it says here Fort Worth, but it's really uh, North Richland Hills, 76180. Contact Angie DeFilippo. March the 8th, celebrate International Women's Day with Linda Chavez Thompson at 42008 North Washington. Uh, you have to buy tickets to get that. It's 15 bucks. March the 10th, Texas Legislature bill filing deadline. I hope they don't have any after that. The oh, ones they've wow. already filed are too scary. Yeah, they're bad enough. Uh, March the 9th at 7 p.m., the Young Active Labor Leaders Monthly Meeting. Contact Rosie Kurtz. March the 13th, the Alliance AFT buses go to Austin for Lobby Day. March the 16th at 7.30 p.m., monthly meeting for the Dallas Central Labor Council. All members of affiliated unions are invited. Contact Jason Tomlinson. March the 18th at 1 p.m. Eastern, there will be an anti-war march on Washington. March the 31st is Cesar Chavez's birthday. April the 5th at 12.30 p.m., the Dallas chapter of the Texas Alliance for Retired Americans meets at the AFT Hall on Bishop and Center in Oak Cliff. Everyone is invited. April the 24th, early voting begins. begins. That's right. <laughs> you know, that's it. Early voting and lots, all of the early vote centers uh, throughout the, the county will be open uh, mm-hmm. and we'll probably be adding a couple more. So stay tuned. I want to compliment uh, labor and especially your union, Bonnie. Uh, CWA six two one five. They had a fine Black History thing oh, on February twenty eighth. It was wonderful. It was all on local issues. I thought oh. it was very good. But the, the thing was, they had really good participation. Yes. And they yes. have. I have also heard that your union has almost thirty five percent of its members signed up to help with politics. That's right. I've That's never right. heard of anything I that know. high. <laughs> Somebody gets 10%, they, they go crazy with with ecstasy. Uh, I, I and y'all are coming up on 35%. Our district, District 6, which is uh, Missouri, Oklahoma, Kansas, Arkansas, and Texas, uh, and D, uh, 6215 Dallas uh, in particular, have won many, many awards over the years for their participation in our uh, political action fund. Uh, it, it's just... 35% is absolutely unheard of uh, and an and incredible feat uh, on, I have to give a lot of credit to Robin Johnson uh, and Derek Osabes, who is mm-hmm. the, the District 6 political coordinator. Well, Robin Johnson is a saint, isn't she? Oh, she's incredible. She's an amazing her. person. I love her we're, and we're I love her to, mom. We're trying to get somebody from your local to call today, too, to talk about broadband access. Because uh, it's unfair. It ain't right, when, especially because school makes so much difference now. It relies so heavily on how good your computer works and how, good, how close you can get on the Internet. And, uh, and it's, a big, it's a big divide between the rich kids who have got everything and the poor kids who don't even have a laptop. Right. So we're, gonna, we're hoping to get a call on that. Uh, as I said, we did great on Black History. I think the retirees did very well, too. We showed a movie called uh, Power to Heal, showing how the civil rights movement got Medicare passed. And, uh, and by the way, the retirees helped back in those days. And uh, we also uh, uh, put on uh, very nice, at the Dallas chapter, we had a, a Tony Chenevert from the Teachers Union did his Black History class for us oh, wow. and it's it's amazing how how tony did it he had about a hundred topics mine was the 1963 march on washington and and people had different ones somebody had ida b wells 
You know, somebody else had W.E.B. Du Bois. And we each had to make two-minute reports on them. Wow. And uh, it worked out great because everybody got involved. Everybody got interested. Right. We're going to keep doing it, uh, even though this isn't Black History Month anymore. It's, we are now in Women's History Month. We're all, yes, we are. We are in Women's History Month. And Women's History Month is having a march today at 1130. Yes. And... At the uh, at your Union Hall, fourteen oh eight North Washington, we're going to have Linda Chavez Thompson come and speak. We have a caller. Good morning. Thanks for calling K N O N. Hello. You're on the air. Hello. Hello. Yes. Yeah, you're on the air. Hi. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> Hi, um, this is Brittany Killington with CWA Local 6215. Yay! We were just talking about your yes, local. Yes, we were. Yeah, I just heard. But you're the broadband lady, right? Yeah, well, yes, I'm the broadband lady for District 6, but I was born and raised here in Dallas, so I'm, I'm always where my heart is. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, what is, the, what is the deal? Some kind of federal money is coming to Dallas to improve... Access to broadband, uh, to access to the internet, right? Absolutely. So um, nationwide, they're they're spending about forty two point five billion dollars to improve equity in internet access because it's a utility now. It's not a luxury. That's right. Um, and it's been obvious. Um, but out of that forty two point five, they have about three billion going to the Texas alone. Um, and basically, when it trickles down to the local level, we want to make sure that in Dallas that they spend that money the right way and, um, you know, close the digital divide that we have. You know, even in, you know, like you said, like the, the rich kids, the private schools, and even the, the public schools that are in, you know, the, the, the wealthier districts in Dallas, you know, they have access and they don't feel the pain of having to go to a McDonald's or go to a library to have to complete their assignments and then the teachers in those districts don't don't feel the pain of having to load up assignments or even do their work you know they they're able to do that from home but they're in the southern sector and you know in the pockets of the northern districts there are many places that don't have enough internet to even check an email Mm -hmm. so try to imagine doing your homework or submitting assignments you know from from that point of view you can't even check your email Mm-hmm. And um, and then there's a lot of, you know, when it, it deals with working families, a lot of a lot of parents aren't able to go to parent teacher conferences, so they try to hold them virtually, mm-hmm. you know, via Zoom or Teams, and they're not able to do that. They don't have internet access. Right. Just a second, Brittany. We've got some people holding on the phone. I want you to hold a little bit longer, please, because I asked oh, yeah. Brittany. I asked Brittany to come and explain this important issue that's before our city council. And uh, so let's let Brittany have a a, a few more minutes, and then uh, you can cut, get on. We'll keep Brittany on for in case somebody wants to ask her a question. Go ahead, Brittany. I think so, yeah. Uh, very quickly, we got two dates coming up um, for the Dallas City Council. Um, one is March the 20th. They created a working group to figure out how they're going to spend this money to expand um, equity, digital equity, and in, in internet access. One of the plans is to, you know, put more towers. We have public Wi-Fi towers that you can use in the park, recreation centers, libraries, et cetera, for the city of Dallas. Um, but that doesn't help kids or even adults or people working from home in their homes. You have you would have to physically be outside in order to use the internet access. <laughs> um, so. Well, that'd be convenient, wouldn't it? Mom, I'm going out in yeah, the front yard to do my homework. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, yeah. Imagine having to go to the park just to do your homework. You know? <sighs> but <laughs> but uh, the, the other plan, the, the caveat to that is that they can they can provide internet access into the home, which really means having a modem or a router inside of your home so that you don't have to travel to do the things that you absolutely have to do uh, when it comes to internet access. And that's what we're pushing for. And we want them to do that with union jobs, create union jobs doing that. Mm -hmm. So you want competent people to be be bringing (laughs) internet service into the homes of the people who need it the most, right? Absolutely, because the ones with the union jobs, we're the ones who are owed to trade. 
we know the safety precautions that we have to take. Mm-hmm. And then we also live in the communities that we work. So, of course, we're going to make sure that it's done right because we are the ones using it mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Okay. Yeah. Brittany, can you hang on while we take some of these other calls and see if they have some questions about broadband inter- uh, access, okay? Absolutely. Okay, hang on and listen. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Thanks for waiting. Good morning. I would like to thank you, great, you great remarkable two people. Okay, last week I, before the uh, before the session closed, you had this guy to call in, Bunny, and trying to tell you how to conduct your business. You do a great job. He was trying to berate you by telling you about how you talk, but you know you do a great job. You continue to do what you're doing. Okay. Yes. All right. And let me say that another call then. Um, he talked about Mayor Pro Tim Colonel Arnold trying to, because they know the election coming up, she tried to berate her too. She's done and she is doing a great job. So, you know, when these people call, you know, you just count out you and keep moving because you know what? You guys are doing your job effectively. And the last thing is, I have a granddaughter that works for AT&T. And right now, they're sending them a great, oh, they're going to a great process right now where they're trying to get rid of a lot of people. And they have a union. So, so Mr. Lance, what do you do in a situation like that? Can I contact you for her? Is, oh. is she in the union? Ma'am? Okay. Is she in the union or is she in management? You got to turn your radio off, honey. Please. Okay. Yeah, we can hear you pretty good. If, if, you're, if, if your granddaughter is in the union... Uh, then local 6215, if she's in Dallas, then local 6215 would be the the people to help get a, the best kind of contract. They always do. And uh, they're not afraid to go on strike if they have to. Right, Bonnie? Yes, ma'am. Yes, that's exactly right. If, if she is in the union uh, here in Dallas, she should contact the local. Mm-hmm. Let's ask Brittany to chime in on this. Brittany, uh, you're in local 6215, aren't you? Absolutely, and I, I'm employed by AT&T, and I'm a clinic technician, so I install the internet. <laughs> do they uh, do they have pretty good contracts at AT&T? Uh oh, we lost Brittany. Uh oh. Uh, I can say yes. They do have. They do have. They have been very successful in negotiating. Uh, uh, very successful contracts, very good contracts, uh, it, keeping things in line. Is that Brittany? Okay. Awesome. Okay, okay. Brittany's yeah, back. back. You're, we were asking you, Brittany, uh, about the contracts at 6215 because the caller wanted to know how, uh, how people were doing it worked at AT&T. Could be better, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with our contracts, they're they're negotiated by each district. And District Six, our contracts are coming up for negotiation, um, and our contract will be up in April of 2024. So towards the end of this year, they'll be starting the negotiations for our new contract. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not in the I'm not in the Communication Workers of America, but I'll bet you that there will be a united effort to help make sure that the AT and T workers get a good contract. Because the labor movement is really starting to pull together. In fact, Brittany, don't you think the labor movement is pulling together on this business of broadband access? Yes, absolutely. And we formed a coalition in Dallas of not just labor unions, not just CWA, um, you know, but all the affiliated members of ASOCIO, some community groups, clergy, churches. And, I, and uh, climate groups. I noticed a lot of climate groups at the last meeting. Absolutely. We have climate groups because of the medium of which we provide internet with AT&T. It's using fiber optics, mm-hmm. so there's no metal used, no carbon, you know, no carbon footprint. Um, it's future-proof. You know, you don't have to go back and do very much maintenance on it at all. So um, it's the environmentally... F- what you're advocating is the environmentally friendly way of, do- of doing it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was I was impressed that Lou Luckhart was going to your your events. Uh, Lou has been elected; he's been elected the principal officer of the Dallas AFL-CIO. He hadn't took office yet, 
but uh, he's taking the time to go to your broadband events. And you want people to go to city council on some certain date, right? Yes, on March the 20th. They'll be presenting what they have come up with, their grand plan for dig- for digital equity in Dallas. They'll mm-hmm. be presenting that plan Whoa. at City Hall, March the 20th at 1 p.m. And we'll all be there to hear. The coalition will be there to hear what the grand plan is. <laughs> 1 p.m. on March the 20th. You want people yes. at City Hall advocating for fair treatment uh, on broadband access and and to have good union jobs created with that federal money. Absolutely. Because the oh. easiest route is just to give it to the, to the cheapest bidder. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't solve the problem of, you know, digital equity in Dallas. Yeah, well, the she... cheapest bidder probably is going to come from Dallas. They're going to come from another state, you know, setting up Internet, and then they leave. And they don't care what happens to it after that. Right. <laughs> if you take the cheapest bidder, you get the cheapest work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, so we would like those to be good jobs. You know, it's it's a shame the way they throw around the idea of job creation. They'll say, so-and-so is coming in, we're going to give them $50 billion, and, and they're going to create 25 jobs, and then you find out later those jobs are minimum wage. Yeah, 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 yeah. So... So this is you're 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 uh, you're advocating for a better deal. Well, how do people get involved, Brittany? Do they contact you or what? Um. Yes, we uh, have flyers going around, um, digital flyers and uh, physical flyers. We have them in the form of pins and fans, and uh, uh, they have a QR code. So anything that you would want to know about broadband in Dallas, we have it on our website. Um, and I will be able, I'll be able to send that to you all so that you can um, get the message out as well, whether they want it digitally or in paper. Is there a phone number? Uh, well, they can call my number at 469-271-8999. If you don't get me, you'll get a representative from CWA Local 6215, and they will transfer you to me because I am happy to come visit if there's any community organizations that are listening that would like me to come and explain more or get people signed up for the free internet that we do have. Um, and I put clothes around the free, air clothes on the free because it's a $30 voucher, but the plan that is offered is $30, so that essentially makes it free. So when we're talking about oppression in the system that we live in, when we're talking about how bad things can be, we often overlook the children because yeah. because we go on and on about uh, this or that group, you know, is having a terrible time. But then we don't we don't always point out that it's their children who suffer the most. Oh, and they're the ones who are going to be hurt if we don't do this broadband thing right. That's so true. Exactly. Yeah, especially the first the first and second generation um, immigrants that are that are uh, greatly impacted in our city, in the city of Dallas. In my district alone, um, I live in District Seven. Um, more than half of the community is is, is uh, identified as Hispanic. Oh. I just noticed this break time. I just noticed this break time. We'll get back to this after the break. Yeah, just hold on for just a second. We'll be right back. Good morning. It's a beautiful day outside. This is Gene Lance and Bonnie Mathias is here. And we have Brittany Cuington on the phone. We've been talking about the digital divide, how unfair it is for poor kids who may not even have a computer uh, and don't and don't have good access to the internet. And did, and Brittany's trying to do something about that because a bunch of federal money is coming into the city council. And what they do with it is really, really, really important. Brittany, I want you to give your phone number out again, if you're still on. Absolutely, yes. It is 469-271-8999. 469-871-8999. Contact Brittany and get involved. She wants you to go to the city council with her on March the 20th at 1 p.m., right, Brittany? Absolutely. And what kind of message are you going to bring them? What are you going to tell them? 
that we want to make sure that they spend the public money that they receive for public good. Mm-hmm. That's that's really good. That we should put that. We should make that a slogan. Yes, we should spend the public money for the public good, and don't give it away to some nasty corporation from somewhere else or some nasty corporation who wants to hire contractors. Mm-hmm. AT and T, are you listening? <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know they're listening because um, it's really, it's really interesting. In the city of Dallas, AT and T is the only provider of fiber internet. That's All right. Those very high speeds mm-hmm. only come from AT and T. You might get some pretty quick speeds coming from some other companies, but they're never able to guarantee those speeds because they have to throttle, which means they might have to slow it down. To, you know. Um, depending on how many people are connected to that network because it is because it is shared. With fiber, your network is never shared. It's dedicated to you and AT&T is the only provider of that in the city of Dallas. What's the, what's the difference between fiber and what, what, what is the other kind? Cable? Cable. Yeah, yeah. you're going to have, yeah, cable, which is, which is also known as copper. And then you're going to have satellite, uh, uh-huh. which is like the, uh, the little towers that they give you, like the, uh, I know in the city of Dallas, T-Mobile does it. Verizon may do it also. And they're also the providers of the hotspots. I see. And you're, you're for the fiber. I'm for the fiber because it is future proof. Once it is installed, you don't have to worry about it. You don't, you don't have to worry about a lot of maintenance and what button does this on the modem and how can I get this to fix and why does it slow down every time I'm starting to do my homework? Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> Because, uh, you know, in other mediums, it's a shared network, and they're using old, you know, these lines have been out forever. Yeah. And even when you put out new lines, they're susceptible to weather and damage and corrosion. Currently, currently, a lot of children where their parents don't make a lot of money, those children are just, they're either just completely left out, or if they're really, 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 really trying, they can maybe borrow a computer or maybe go to the library and, and stand in line and wait hmm. and see if they can use the computer to do their homework. And uh, otherwise, they can't. we got a whole bunch of callers, but need just stand by and see if uh, any of them have questions for you. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Good morning. Yeah, i got a couple of questions for her. One is uh, about the voucher. What information do you have to give for this access to this voucher? Uh, for the internet service with low-income people, and is it a situation that in the future that the vouchers could be taken away and you could be responsible for the $30 cost? I was hoping that potentially in the future, I know this is all trying to be worked out right now, but people who are below a certain income level receive it free. Like when I go and get my blood pressure medicine at Kroger's uh, because I'm uninsured at the moment, I get my blood pressure medicine for free. Uh-huh. So, it's, it, so those are kind of my questions. Okay. Access to it, information you got to have. Can it be taken away in the future? And can we work in the future to get it to where you get it free if you're under a certain income? Okay, let's let Brittany try to answer those questions. Brittany? Yes, absolutely. The, the program that we have right now that was um, uh, put out by the Biden-Harris administration is called the Affordable Connectivity Program. And that is what offers you the voucher. There are about 13 different ways to qualify for this. In the past, what we had was an initiative uh, made by former Mayor Mike Rawlings um, that was uh, called Access. On that Access program, you could qualify for 10 megs for $10. That was the catchphrase. And uh, you could qualify for that by having SNAP or Medicaid. Um, uh, President Biden wanted to expand upon that and make it accessible to even more people. So there are 13 different ways to qualify. Veterans are able to qualify. All students are on free and reduced lunch qualify, and that is amazing for the city of Dallas. Yes, because that's 100% of, of the that's district. 100%. That's 100%. That's 100% So anyone with a student under the age of 18 
question for you. You stay on, Brittany. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello, Gene. Yeah. This is Imani. Hi, Imani. Thank you. Uh, Brittany, I appreciate that. And if she's on this own, I think she said March the 20th at 1 o'clock. You see a little short black veteran down there? I, I, that'll be me waving at me because I'll be there supporting you on this this is a great thing you're doing, and we appreciate it. I'll see you on the 20th. Thank right. you so much, Imani. Thank you, He'll be yeah. there. Okay. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Okay. Oh, we lost that one. Sometimes people don't want to wait that long. 972-647-1893. I haven't been giving out the number. That's my problem. 972-647-1893. We have Brittany on the phone from uh, the coalition that is trying to get fairness in broadband access uh, using the federal money that's coming into Dallas. And I heard, Brittany, that they could possibly get more federal money. Isn't that true? Yes, we have some more. Uh, as of right now, the city of Dallas has received $11 million of that funding. Mm -hmm. But there's a possibility that they could get more um, in the month of June. And we actually have Dallas City Council members that are going to Austin to lobby to, to uh, qualify for more. Um, because we're an urban city, they don't want to give us as much as they get the rural areas. Mm -hmm. Which I, I totally understand, but that doesn't mean that the problem is solved. So they're going down there to lobby to get to become eligible for more funding in, in the month of June. Awesome. So this battle is not easy. This is just the beginning. Mm -hmm. That's great. Texas doesn't always use its federal money as well as it could. 972-647-1893. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. You're on the air. Hello. Hi, I'm calling uh, for the request line to speak with Brittany Hewington. Yes, she's on. Go ahead. Oh, hi, my name is Lonette Murphy, and uh, I'm calling because, uh, first of all, I think you're doing a great job, and thank you for representing. And I stay in the South Dallas area, and that is so important. And uh, so many people don't know these things, so I really appreciate all the hard work you're doing, and I will be there to support you. But I I Violet, can, can you testify that they really need good broadband in South Dallas? Oh, yes, indeed. Mm -hmm. Yes, indeed. Uh, yeah, we get a lot of interruptions. Uh, and, and like, uh, even my elderly neighbor across the street, um, she actually um, had uh, one of those uh, digital things for her pacemaker. Perhaps mm. uh, to send it uh, to her doctor. Had to now from the home, she can send the report. Right. You know, but uh, she wasn't able to get it in her house. We eventually had to just uh, get back to the point of uh, helping her rearrange to go to the doctor to do it because her connection, she couldn't get it through. Oh so you, it's a matter of life or death. It's actually a matter of life or death to get good broadband internet access. Yes, because it's a, it was an excellent, it's an excellent uh, device and a, and a, a way of, of, of them getting this information to the doctor, but if you don't have what you need, uh, to do that, it, it, it does no good for you, you know. That's and, right. and her doctors live. Uh, I mean, her doctor. She was so used to just a uh, particular doctor. As you get older, you get attached to a particular doctor, and it was so far away. Mm -hmm. 
it, it wasn't it wasn't in close in the neighborhood and she didn't want to change you know so you know she want to stick with the doctor so at that point they were you know arrangements would have to be made for her to go far you know to do it even though they had this device uh that could have been excellent um and and convenient but we didn't have the, the connection it would always just keep turning and turning and turning and it never connected <sighs> so I, and I never thought about just going outside you know <laughs> where the child was going to get a connection well i just figured you know we just you know some area they just didn't have and that's true a lot of areas it doesn't have that's right um Violet, I have I have a notion that Brittany's going to want your phone number. Do you mind giving it, or or do you want to give it to Pierre offline? I'll give it to her offline. I know how to get in touch with Brittany. Okay. Okay. So I know okay. how to get in touch. Well, you can call her. It's four six nine two seven one eight nine 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 because she's going to want to work with you. I know uh, because you have a, a really clear, good way of explaining why we need fairness on this broadband access business. Okay, and okay. We awesome. thank you so much for your contribution today. Yes, thank you. But can I one question? Yes. One more question. For, to sign up for the the, uh, the free internet access, do you have to, do you get to choose your own provider or do you have to go with AT&T? I think you have to go with AT&T. Have to go with AT&T. Well, let's ask Brittany. Well, <laughs> let's ask well, Brittany. Uh, in the city of Dallas, particularly in South Dallas, there is a list of about 20 different providers in that area that you can choose from. But uh -huh. if you want no lag and no loading and no buffering, I would go with AT&T. Mm -hmm. Okay. Brittany, what's, okay. Uh, what's the answer on that? Uh, to get this the fairness on broadband access, do you have to go with AT&T? <laughs> you don't. You don't. You know, they have a list of providers in each area, but it depends. On what's available in your area, AT&T may be the only one available. I see. You know, so uh, and that's another reason that we're trying to get more money because there are areas where AT&T is not available at all. We want to be able to reach everyone. I see. We want to get fiber to everyone. That way, they don't have to um, travel um, like she was saying to get for telehealth services. You might not be able to travel. You might not even feel well enough to go see a doctor. You may need that connection with a doctor through your tablet or your computer or even your cell phone mm -hmm. um, to, to be able to, to reach your doctor or your nurse uh, to get them the information that they need in order to help you. All right. Yeah. Let's take another caller. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello. Hi. Hi. I'm an anthropologist person and I'm did it go for the elder or uh, children? It's for it's for everybody. <clears throat> it's for everybody. I just I just pointed out the children are the ones that really really are hurting for this. Mm-hmm. You need it too. Well, yes, I'm the elder. Because I have a cell phone, but it's not, it don't write, write it all. Mm -hmm. So you, you could use a little fairness on the broadband access, too. Okay. Okay. Well, appreciate it very much. Thank you. And let's let's get some of these others, too. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Thanks for waiting. Uh, we waited too long on that one. Sorry. You still there, Brittany? Yes, I am. Good. So you want everybody to come to City Hall on March the 20th at 1 p.m. And you you already signed up two of them over the air. I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> People can call, talk to Brittany at 972-647-1893. Is it time for our break, Pierre? We'll just take a quick break. We'll be right back. Like a slave all day. Here come Tuesday. We've been taking calls. Oh, Tuesday. At, taking calls at 972-647-1893. Station just loves it when you call. There's a lot of people concerned about this broadband issue. Brittany Cooington's on the line. She's from, from the coalition that includes a lot of community groups and all the unions uh, to try to get fairness 
for broadband access. And I keep making the point that this is very, very important for children. But, you know, the, the, the number of people that are, are getting on broadband is, the, if you just look at new people, it's seniors. A lot of seniors are getting online that, that didn't get online right. right at first. You have been instrumental in helping people to do that, Gene, uh, through Texas Alliance for Retired Americans. Yeah, well, actually, I have a friend that, that helps me give away computers. We, we, haven't, we haven't done it lately, but, well, we don't give them away. We, we uh, sell them for, for cost. Oh, that's so we've cool. Been, uh, Randy Kitchens makes up these Dell laptops, and uh, we were able to get a lot of seniors online that way with, uh, with Randy doing all the work. That's great. 972-647-1893 if you want to call us. We would appreciate it, and uh, the station just loves it when you call. Brittany's on the line. We got several people waiting, and I don't want them to wait too long. Good morning. Thanks for calling K and I win. Hello. 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 You're on. You're on the air. Yeah, this is Jacob, the boxer. How you doing? How you and Miss Bun doing? You remember Eric Jacob? Yeah, we're doing good, Jacob. What's like, what's going on? Well, I've been sick for about two or three weeks, though, but I'm back on my feet now. I should be back running by Monday. Okay. Okay. Well that's good. Do, did you have yeah. you been listening to all this talk about the broadband access? Do you have I've an opinion? Mm-hmm. Yeah, other okay. than that, I've been doing. I listen to the show every week, though. Okay. Every week, I don't miss a show. Thank you, thank you so much, Jacob. We appreciate you. All right, then. Y'all All have right. a great day. You too. Thank you. We got another one right. waiting. Well, we did have. We're, we're making them wait too long. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Most of them been talking to Brittany about broadband access. She's trying to get some fairness, and there's some federal money. And Bonnie, you haven't weighed in on this. You you think it's uh, how critical do you think this is? This is one of the most critical things that I can think of for broadband access all over the country. Uh, I understand that rural areas are important, but I also understand that urban areas uh, are important. We have got pockets of no coverage for people, which is ridiculous. We sit in the shadow of AT&T, the largest telecommunications company in the world. Mm -hmm. There should not be one household in this entire county that doesn't have broadband access. Everybody should have Everybody have should have it. And especially the children, because that's the future. Yes, yes. I mean, I... Yo, I don't have any kids, so I've been trying for the last seven, eight years to educate your kids. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> that way, when I do get older and I need some care, they won't kill me with my own medicine because they'll be able to read. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's just I want I want everybody to have the same opportunities, and with with broadband access, your world opens up exponentially. I see. It's just, uh, well, you talked about it, Gene. Don't we have the highest or one of the highest levels of poverty for children of any city in the country? Yes, of the whole state, actually. Isn't that great? I, no, I yeah. mean in the whole nation. Of the city, yeah. In the whole nation. Yeah, we do. Dallas, we do. Texas, yep. which has probably more millionaires than, than most cities. Yep. But it also has the highest rate of poverty for children. at something like 30 or 40 percent. Yeah. It's amazing. Good morning. Good Thanks morning. for calling. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. You're on the air. This is Mayor Pro Tem Arna. Quickly, everything that uh, Miss Bonnie just stated was what I was going to say. And mm -hmm. so I support that statement. I'm encouraging everyone to come down to the meeting. I believe it's going to be probably on the uh, public, must be on the Transportation Committee at 1 o'clock, I believe, and just looking quickly. But it doesn't matter. Folks need to show up. And uh, it is very critical that folks push because this is becoming and this is a necessity. This is not an option for us now. We must all be connected because we already know it affects everything we do uh, from, from, the, from the classrooms on up. So thank you Bonnie for that, for that statement. 
And once again, happy Women's History Month. And Miss Bonnie is the woman that we need to highlight this morning. Thank you for what you do. Thank you for continuing to push the fact that we need to get out and vote. Yes, and ma'am. we wouldn't have this problem that we have if we get out and take care of business with that vote and we could get off the blame game. So thank you, Bonnie. And, I, and if I could, I would sing your roses this morning virtually. Oh, you're my, that's so sweet. Thank you so much. And I'll definitely be at that meeting on the 20th. Absolutely. Yes. Let me ask Absolutely. you while, while we've got you, uh, Councilwoman, is that a good tactic, getting people to go down to City Hall and and, uh, and show this, the council persons how important this is? Is that a good tactic? We love to do that because as long as I've been in this conversation, our underserved communities are hit the hardest. But, you know, but if you go back and look at the history systemically, connectivity has always been political. We were always the last one to get the cell towers, always the last one to be connected. And, you know, we're still, many of us, on what I call the OG. We haven't made it up to the 5G or any other G because it's all still political. So right now where we are, especially COVID taught us the need to all have connectivity. We ought to be able to connect any place, anytime, anywhere, whether we're going to church, whether we're voting, whether we're working whether we are vacationing is so critical. And mm-hmm. so people need to be there to give the support to the topic. And it also helps give muscles to your council members who you sent to the, the horseshoe. And if this is what you want, muscle up, show up, give us support, but boots do count at City Hall, 1500 Marilla, 1 o'clock, March 20th. Thank you, Brittany for being online today. And thank you for the union workers continuing to stand up because if you look at the population in America, the majority of us work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we work for a living. And so we have to speak for the people who work. And, of course, we support the businesses as well. So we are the working people who have to have uh, this connectivity in order to do our job and just incur- enhance our quality of life. Councilwoman, I got another question for you while I got you on the air. Uh, are you going to fill out the form and uh, apply for a, a labor's endorsement in the city council race that's going on now? Oh yes, sir. We, we, we're on that. I, that's just something. I, at first, I at first I thought they had forgot to send you the form, and Robin Johnson got on the phone. <laughs> And uh, she came back and she said, "You well, we got Councilwoman uh, uh, Carolyn Arnold King. So thank goodness uh, you're going to be applying for labor's endorsement because uh, uh, you've always been there for us. My favorite is labor. All right. All right. We sure appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you so much. We've got several people waiting to ask Brittany questions. Uh, good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello. Jean, what is, what, is your, what is your email? Oh, Jean, your email. My email? Uh-huh. Well, just go to jeanlance.org and hit contact us. I, I've got uh, longer emails. It's jeanlance19 at gmail.com. That's the shortest one. <laughs> yeah, it's L-A-N-T-Z. Yeah, you can't spell my name. 19 at gmail.com. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Just okay, we got another one. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for calling. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello. Hello. Hi. 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 Um, so everything that she said, I agree with. I'm not going to duplicate. I want to tell Brittany, thank you so much for being diligent to get the word out. I'm sorry I missed the last meeting that you sent me. I had a conflict, but I will be um, at the city council meeting. And just continue the work to get the word out there so that people know that these meetings are happening and know that they can listen in and get information and what to do to be proactive. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay, we want to see if Brittany has a comment now. Brittany, are you still there? Yes, I am. I wanted to first say thank you so much because we started this meeting. We started this coalition with with literally two organizations. It was CWA and Texas Climate Jobs. Now we have 
17 organizations that have come up, mostly from the southern sector of Dallas. So I'm so I'm so happy and I'm so proud. And, and it just gives me motivation to get, you know, calls like that to come in, especially from Councilwoman Arnold, and, like, just to keep going because this, this is a movement at this point. And like she said, we need to show that we care. And I feel like the best way to do that is to show up so that they see you know that we care because I've been to those committee meetings and I've been the only one in those committee meetings so I really feel like it would make a big statement to show up with the whole coalition of people who are concerned about what's happening Brittany Carolyn King Arnold just made the point that broadband access has always been political would you also consider it part of civil rights movement absolutely that was intentional and I also want to um uh, give acknowledgement to Mr. Dominique Alexander over the Next Generation Action Network mm-hmm. because he's responsible for getting cell towers next to schools in, in, in Southern Dallas and um, you know Roosevelt High School and South Oak Cliff High School mm-hmm. so that they would have better internet access after schools and now he's teaming up with us to, to make sure that we get internet access in the homes as well. So I just want to, he's he starting it and he's helping us continue it. And it's definitely been a testament to the civil rights movement because it's been succeeded um, in their planning of how they implemented internet access and the technology advancement. They always start in the districts that, that <laughs> really, you know, are already considered advantage. And then we're the last ones to get it in the disadvantaged areas and the in the areas where they may not they may not speak English in most of that neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And, and they're the ones the most. Exactly. Those are the people that need it the most. That's, uh, you know, and it's not all South Dallas. I'm sitting right here at LBJ and Coit, and I'll bet I can drive less than two miles and find a pocket with no internet access. Mm. It's, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. Mm-hmm. So we have to make sure that these, these gaps are closed. We have to bridge that digital divide. That's, isn't that what it's called, digital divide? Yes, absolutely. And another good point that I want to put out, that, um, now that you brought that up, is that because it's not just in the southern sector, it's in all, it's in all the districts in, in Dallas yes. um, where we have pockets of, of, of no access at all. <laughs> um, the, uh, but it's particularly for the elderly community um, or even the students, even, even when you get the Internet, you still need a device to use it on. So with this um, affordable connectivity program, they also give out a $100 voucher towards the purchase of a tablet or a laptop computer. Oh, my gosh, that's so, great. Yeah, with that program. So if you're eligible for the ACC program, you get a $100 voucher towards the purchase of a tablet or, or a laptop. Wow, that's it. And Walmart's got, you know, I hate to say it, but Walmart's got some pretty good deals for for an inexpensive laptop or or uh, or tablet. Yeah, most tablets, as long as it's not a <laughs> Apple iPad, are under a hundred dollars. Right. You get you know, older, refurbished versions of an of a of an iPad. There's still you, you run across some that are under a hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah, I encourage people to look and, and absolutely get signed up for this. This is an incredible opportunity for families that uh, that need assistance to get get their kids a, a laptop or something, a tablet that they can. And let me just say this to those people out there wanting to get a laptop or a tablet for their child. How about we use it for reading and doing lessons and you're not learning if you're sitting there playing games. <laughs> I'm sorry you're not learning if you're sitting there playing games, unless they're educational games. And please, parents, I'm begging of you, limit those game times. It's okay to have the tablet and to have, uh, you know, to, to use it, but you've got to have some limits. You've got to have some control. You're the parent. But what we're fighting for today is just to make sure those kids have access. That's what Brittany Cooington and her coalition are working on. They want you to come to city council on March the 20th at 1 p.m. Brittany, uh, were you pleased with the callers that we had today? 
absolutely. They had really, really great input. Uh, a lot of personal testimonies and stories that I would like to bring to the full council uh, on uh, March 22nd. Um, March the 20th is the Transportation and Infrastructure Committee meeting. Well, they'll be presenting their plan, and then um, they're scheduled to vote on that plan, um, you know, once it's presented on the 22nd to the full council. Oh, so, um, okay. there, there are really two dates, but the, the if you have to choose one, I would choose the 20th. Okay. okay. <laughs> okay. Give out your phone number one more time, Brittany. My phone number is 469 271 8999. You can call me, text me, um, and I'll send out some more information digitally. Hopefully, you'll be able to access it with the broadband service that you do have. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I want to make sure that I don't miss anyone um, in that in that in that in the messaging that we're trying to say. Excellent. Okay, we're having to wind down on the calls now because uh, we're running out of time, and uh, we're going to have to make way pretty soon for the best music in North Texas. I would like to get this one. Well, I want to thank Brittany yes. Brewington for calling and uh, for all the great work she's doing. She's from Bonnie's Union, CWA 6215. Because we're the best. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> I'm, a little, I'm a little biased, but, you know, what can and I say? Thank you so much, Brittany, for calling in and staying with us for the whole hour. Thank you, Brittany. I want to get this in because... Have a great weekend, sweetie. Bye-bye. I want to get this in because last week we were talking about reparations and somebody called and said, where would the money come from? And it's a good point. Where would the money come from? I got this from economist Robert Reich. He posted that $50 trillion has gone from the bottom 90% of the people to the top 1% in the last 40 years. That's nearly four times as much as the estimate of reparations in the 1619 project. And it all went in the wrong direction. (laughs) From the poorest people to the richest people. $50 trillion. We could turn that around. You know, we need to turn it around. That's where the money could come from for reparations if if people really are worried about that. Well, also, let's talk about the defense budget, shall we? Mm-hmm. Which def- is bigger than any of the rest of the budget. Uh, I mean, th- th- we what are we defending against? And now we have the Space Force to defend us against Martians, <laughs> I'm assuming? I guess. Uh, I don't know. I thought maybe we'd try to be friends with everybody, but call me crazy. So they could find the money for reparations. Yes, they, they could find the to. money for a lot of things if they had the political will to do it and the 1619 project does make a very good a very good case for reparations for everybody who suffered from slavery and continue to suffer from it today but we got to go say goodbye bonnie goodbye bonnie (laughs) goodbye bonnie goodbye gene